This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks from Master Plan Retirement Consultants. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mark Fricks provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Roadmap Radio with your host, Mark Fricks. Hello and welcome to another episode of Retirement Roadmap Radio with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants, and our co-host today, as always, the wonderful Mr. Tony Shore. And today we're going to be talking about a subject that many times folks don't equate with retirement, but is probably the thing that could cost you the most. And so uh, we're going to be getting into that topic today. I hope you'll hang around and listen and uh, take some notes if you're able. Um, and if you're driving, don't. Uh, but you may want to pull over because this is uh, some pretty good information here. Yeah. Uh, but first of all, I must welcome in uh, Tony and uh, see how he's doing. See if he's doing as wonderful as I am. I'm mildewing. <laughs> no, I'm mildewing. <laughs> uh, he asked me how I'm doing. I'm mildewing. But no, I'm good. Was- I am good. I've had a great week. I spent some time with the family. Always fun, and of course, uh, I've I've had a many many cups of coffee already today in preparation for the show. So I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I might actually be able to keep up with you today, Mark. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 tough. You know, I know. I, what I do is I go full blast for like three hours, and then I take an hour nap, and then full blast for three hours, and then I take an hour oh, wow. nap. That's my secret. That's your secret. Yeah, that's I like secret. it. Yeah, something about getting a Tesla so I can nap while I drive. So oh, working on that. I don't know. I, I, I think the jury's still out on those self-driving cars. So we're talking well, it can't about can't be worse than I do. Well, that's true. Probably that's probably actually you may have a point there. So hey, on, yes. on the old retirement roadmap, we're trying to uh, figure out the right directions when it comes to estate planning and how that actually ties into our retirement planning and our spending. Uh, and income plans for retirement. So uh, I'm interested to see where you're going to go with this one. I think this sounds like a great topic today. Uh, What do you have for us? So what do you mean? And maybe you should define estate planning and and then let us know how that all fits in with our our regular savings or retirement plans. Well, let's start with the official title of the show. I don't think I mentioned that. It is the do's and don'ts of estate planning. And so we're actually going to go through uh, what you should do and what you should not ah. do. And But first of all, like you said, we need to make sure people understand that, uh, you know, I think a lot of us have gotten used to going down to our local, uh, you know, investment shop, you know, uh, or our bank where they have a little investor guy that comes out and greets you and, and things like that. And and so we've gotten used to, to uh, we, we kind of equate planning with investing. And as we always talk about, that's two different things. Investing is a part of your overall plan. It is not a. It is not your your plan. And so uh, there are many parts to your retirement roadmap. And one of them, uh, you know, we've talked about you know planning for taxes. We've talked about uh, income planning. We've talked about risk management. We've talked all these different things. Uh, but lately, we've not talked about estate planning, and that's a very important part of your overall holistic 
retirement roadmap. So uh, we want to wind that in today because it is, um, according to the College of Financial Professionals, it is a part of a holistic plan. And we want to make sure, and of course, everybody we work with, we do take through this part of the process. So uh, so let's talk a little bit about that. Of course, estate planning is simply making sure, number one, that you have the proper documents that match your financial um, status to make sure that, number one, you're taken care of if you're unable to make decisions, uh, you're incapacitated. Number two, to make sure your stuff ends up where you want it to end up with the least interference of attorneys and the IRS. And so those are the two aims, and we want to make sure they are intertwined with the rest of your stuff because it does affect what else you're doing. So that's estate planning, making sure you have a plan for your stuff, not only when you're still here, uh, again, incapacitated, but also when you leave this uh, great earth and uh, go to your next place, uh, where you can make sure or have the peace of mind knowing that you made it simple uh, and that you uh, maximized it. So that's estate planning. Yeah. How about that? Wow. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Great definition. Yeah. And I think it's important before <laughs> we start with the do's and don'ts that we all understand and are on the same page with our definition. So now let's jump into yeah. those do's and don'ts, Mark. Uh, what are some of the do's and don'ts when it comes to estate planning? Well, yeah, the first do is do. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did you just say do-do? No, just do. Just do. Just <laughs> you do. said do, do twice. have docs. You, you said do <laughs> twice, so... Well, maybe I stammered. That's probably what it was. <laughs> uh, but but you do want to have documents, okay? That's that's the very first line because if you don't have a will uh, or a trust or anything else, the county you live in does have one for you, okay? It's called it dying intestate, and that means you have died without a will or a set of instructions of what you want your stuff, uh, where you want it to go. So if you don't have a will, um, even a very basic one, then the state or county that you live in has one and they will basically uh, you know tell you what to do with it or tell your heirs what to do with it and that means some people will get stuff that you didn't want to get and other people that you wanted to get a lot more won't get a lot more so don't that's the first uh, you know do is have documents all right so uh you know and so what should you have so i'm, I'm gonna give you a brief list and if you're driving you know don't write this down but uh certainly when you you know if you if you meet with us we'll go over it again but First of all, have a will. A will is a set of instructions to make sure that your stuff goes where you want it to go. Basic, very basic. Secondly, make sure you have a power of attorney for financial, or it's also called a durable power of attorney. And this is a simple, it's very simple. It's a document that says if you haven't died, but you can't communicate, then it puts somebody else in charge of your financial stuff. Who can pay your bills? Who can pay your, your mortgage? Who can pay your health bills? Uh, and so that's very important. And then the third document is the uh, health care power of attorney. And that's who can make health care decisions for you if you can't communicate. Uh, so can they do surgery? Can they do a blood transfusion? Things like that. So three very important documents. And if you don't have anything else, have those three uh, and, and make sure they're updated. You know, if you, if you get a 40 year old will, uh, it, it's going to be almost as good as having nothing um, <laughs> because of some things they've added over the last 10 to 15 years that are very important. So that's the first do. Wow. Okay. So that's interesting. I like that. Uh, and those are that's something that you need to do. Uh, obviously, you have some more do's and don'ts when it comes to estate planning. And uh, it sounds like it can get complicated. And uh, the good thing 
is we don't have to do this alone. You're here to help us. And uh, a trusted financial yeah. professional can help you with this along with an estate planning attorney, correct? That's correct. That's correct. And we'll go over that a little bit more here on the next do, but I wanted to cover the next, the first don't first. And the first don't is don't, and, and I want to, I want to kind of have a caveat with this. Okay. So unless you have a very, very, very simple estate, don't use a general practicing attorney and don't use LegalZoom, okay? Uh, again, LegalZoom is better than nothing, but that's like saying I have a skateboard to ride to my work every morning. Yes, that's better than nothing, but just barely, okay, right. as opposed to walking. So, you know, it, it is better than nothing. And if you need something as a stopgap, you can certainly go to just your general practicing attorney. He has a template that he's purchased. He plugs your name in and a couple of names of some uh, beneficiaries, and you have a will. And so that's that's better than nothing. But if you've got any kind of an estate, if you've got assets over 100000 or you own land or you own a house or you have more than one or two accounts or whatever, uh, then you need to go a little bit further than that. So don't just use a general attorney or don't just use LegalZoom, again, unless you have a very simple uh, situation. So that's our first don't. Ah, I like it. And so we have one do and one don't. Uh, don't use yes. legal zoom or just a general attorney. Uh, you have to use an estate planning attorney and work with a financial advisor or planner who's got the big picture in mind uh, and is exactly. looking at everything. So good advice. Uh, what's the next do then? Well, the next do ties back into that and is do have a plan uh, for your estate. So number one, yes, documents are great. Uh, you can go into a great estate planning attorney and say, I want a will or a trust and a power of attorney, and he'll give you one. Well, he won't give you one. He'll sell you one, but but they'll provide one for you. But there's not a plan around it. Uh, so what we provide is we provide a workbook. Uh, we provide discussions, education to walk through and even 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 trees and, and, and outlines to outline how this would flow. And so, you know, an attorney is very good at giving you what you ask for, but it may not be what you need. If you go in and ask for a will, you may need a trust. If you go in and ask for a trust, yeah, they may provide a trust, but it may not have the thought process because, uh, again, I'm not speaking for every attorney, by the way, but I know the ones, many of the ones that we've encountered, again, they write very excellent documents, but they don't do the planning surrounding it. Uh, that includes changing beneficiaries on your accounts because if that beneficiary doesn't match up with your documents, then you've got a conflict. Uh, that includes maybe changing the titling of some documents. Uh, if it's not titled correctly, uh, then it won't work correctly. If you want your account to to go to your cousin and it's held jointly with somebody else, it's going to go to the person it's held jointly with. Uh, if you want your IRA to go to your wife and you've got your kids listed as beneficiaries, then it's going to go to your kids. So all of this has to match up the titling, the beneficiaries. That's part of the planning. And then the other part of the planning is just um, – uh, taking a look at what you own and how you want to leave it. And so this gets a little bit deeper here, but, but um, I got, uh, I got a quick story. So, you know, folks that have very much money always have a concern about, first of all, making sure their spouse is taken care of. And I'm going to have a, a comment on that later, but first of all, um, I had a, had a, a colleague that had a client that lived in Hawaii and uh, she was worth quite a bit of money, uh, millions of dollars. She had one son, no spouse, uh, the son was her only living relative, and he was in his early 30s, had never really held a job, was kind of a beach guy. You know, he surfed and surfed and turfed, maybe is what he did. And so 
leaving millions of dollars to this young man probably would not have been a good idea for a lot of reasons. So what she did is uh, after many discussions and planning is we set up a trust that basically gave him a dollar for every dollar he earned. And, uh, and so that was a great way to get him to realize that, uh, you don't get nothing unless you work for something. Now you can get double what somebody else would get, but you got to do something. So I thought that was a great plan. Uh, you know, there's many ways that you, uh, if you make the wrong plan, the wrong mistake that you can trigger taxes, uh, you can trigger, uh, we'll talk more later about disinheriting. Uh, we'll talk more about, uh, later about, um, uh, you know, triggering, uh, too many attorney fees. And so we want to make sure that the people get your stuff that want to get it mm-hmm. or need to, or you want them to get, and they get it with the least amount of interference from the IRS, from attorneys, from taxes, um, and, and quickly and easily. So that's kind of the whole aim of having an estate plan as opposed to uh, a, a really expensive will. Uh, you know, you, you go to a great attorney uh, in your downtown area and pay $5,000 for a trust and a will and all this stuff, and it won't work if you don't have the plan built around it. Well, planning is always the key, and I know you mentioned that quite a bit here, Mark. Now, we should take a quick break before we hit any more do's or don'ts uh, regarding estate planning and financial planning here. Uh, Is there anything you want to add before we do? Well, anytime we uh, discuss a topic, it does kind of set off alarm bells in a lot of folks. So we've been able to set aside 10 um, spots for folks this week because we know this is kind of a hot topic and a lot of people have put this off for a long time. So if you know that you have estate planning problems, uh, then uh, we have uh, set aside a 90-minute meeting and that's uh, time for you to come in. No obligation, no cost to you to come in and chat with us about what you have, what you, what problems you feel like may, may occur, and we'll be able to kind of dissect that for you. Uh, You'll also get a copy of my signed book, The Road Less Traveled, which is, again, about creating that retirement roadmap, including estate planning. Uh, So I hope you will uh, call in or visit the website. uh, Website is masterplanretire.com or just do a Google search on Master Plan Retirement or give us a call, 770-980-9262. The first 10 folks get one of the slots we have available and a copy of our book. And uh, again, one more time, 770-980-9262 or masterplanretire.com. All right. Thanks so much. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to learn more about the do's and don'ts of estate planning with our amazing host, Mark Fricks, here on Retirement Roadmap Radio. There can be many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Master Plan Retirement Consultants at 770-980-9262 or online at masterplanyourretirement.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and experts who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help ensure your financial security. And welcome back to Retirement Roadmap Radio with our host, Mark Fricks from Master Plan Retirement Consultants and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Mark, today you're talking to us about some of the do's and don'ts when it comes to estate planning. And I think you've covered two do's and one don't. Is that true? Are, I'll let you keep up with are that. You on, yeah, I'll let you keep up with that. I think you're on a do. Uh, I think you're on a do. So uh, maybe I should have had some more mountain dew before the show. 
to keep up with you today, Mark. But seriously, great show so far, giving us a lot to think about. Uh, what's next on the list? Well, the next one is uh, what I call don't do poor man's estate planning. Okay, so uh, what I mean by that is don't go in and just make a few changes to make things look or appear to be easier. So I'm going to give you a quick story. Uh, I had someone uh, that visited us after they had done made several mistakes. What they did was it was a widow. Uh, she was in her 70s. And uh, she felt like, you know, she was nearing the end of her life and she wanted to, to make things easier on her daughter. Mm. And uh, so what she did was she put her daughter's name on her house. She put her daughter's name on her checking, on her savings. She basically, what she did was she made her daughter half owner of everything she owned. Now, first of all, I don't want to get too complicated there, but she just created a tax problem because the tax problem is, is uh, if you have a, a something that is of value and you pass away, you get a new cost basis. And what that means is, is it's now uh, any profit built into that holding, you start off with what it was worth the day you died as opposed to what it was when you bought it. So you're most likely going to save a lot of money on taxes. You lose half of that if you put somebody's name on your house or account or whatever it may be. But secondly, let's say that I do that, okay? I'm, I'm a widow, and, and, I, and I put, I'm, I'm in my 80s, and I put my daughter's name on everything I own, and then the next year, my daughter gets a divorce. Well, everything her name is on is up for grabs in that divorce because legally she owns it, all right, or owns half of it. And so I have now created uh, another layer of problems, all right? And then, of course, you've got the problem of if she were to get into a lawsuit yeah. or get behind on her taxes or whatever, that is all subject because it is in her name or half in her name. Right. And so do not do that. There are better ways to do that. If you've already done it, it can be changed. Uh, okay. But um, that would be a reason to come see us. If you've done what I call poor man's estate planning, yeah. um, you, you get what you pay for. So you get what you pay for. Don't. It's so true. Do you get what you, that's, I just made that up. Uh, so write that down. <laughs> it's weird. I've heard uh, that So, um, well, it probably came from me. Uh, <laughs> earlier show is what it was, I'm sure. Uh, so, so uh, again, don't do that. Okay. That's a don't. Big don't. Right. Right. So that's a big one. So uh, obviously these do's and don'ts are all very helpful. Uh, what's another uh, do or don't on the list? Well, I do them in order. So let's do a do. <laughs> All right, okay. let's do a so, do. Uh, for, the next one is make estate planning a part of your overall financial plan. We touched on this earlier, but if you, again, uh, just go do a will or do a trust and everything else, and you have not planned it in accordance with the rest of your estate, with your assets and everything else, you're going to mess up, okay? I had somebody come in many years ago. He brought in his trust. He had his trust in a nice leather binder. It was written by a leading attorney in downtown Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He paid $5,500 for his estate planning documents. He brought them in. We started looking, and the entire thing could have been thrown in the trash. It was worth oh, nothing because none terrible. of the planning behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing had been changed. Nothing had been set up to match the estate plan. The attorney, basically in the back of the trust, the attorney, attorney put a one-page instruction, uh, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble here, instruction sheet to the client, hey, go out and make all these changes. And uh, whether he explained it to the client or not, I don't recall. But even if you do, the chances of the client following up on that 
probably nine out of 10 won't. It's only the ones that are very, very detail oriented. So it says change these beneficiaries to that, change these titles to that, change this holding to that, uh, change, you know, whatever. And to go through and do that with all your holdings, it, ha- it does not happen very often. And so, first of all, that was the cart before the horse. Okay, you should have a plan first and then create the documents. But even having the documents, we could, you know, you can have them first and go back through and make those changes and it will at least work. So, um, again, not having a plan to match it uh, is a big don't. Um, You know, you got to make sure you make it part. I'm sorry, that's a do. Make it part of your overall financial plan is a big do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've got about uh, two or three minutes left here in the show. Are there any other do's and don'ts you want to tell us about before we have to go today? Two quickies. Number one, do think outside the box, and we will help you do that. And what I mean by that is is don't, you know, there, there are certain ways you can leave money to different people. I've got a client, they have got two great kids, and then one kid that has had uh, on-again, off-again drug issues. Not a bad kid, just uh, struggles with that. And so we've got in the trust a special provisions. Uh, where before he gets one of his payouts, he has to go through drug testing. He has to, uh, the trustee has to check around, see what's going on. Has he has he been picked up lately? Uh, before he will release any money, and and then he doesn't get a whole lot at once. And so special provisions. If he goes so many years with no issues, and he's you know doing really really good for five years or ten years or whatever the paperwork says, then there's less restrictions. But can you imagine giving a hundred thousand dollars to somebody that has a drug issue? They'll be dead in three weeks. Right. Uh, you know, there's no doubt about that. So so whatever the issue may be, a spendthrift, or it could be somebody that maybe has special issues that may need more money at special times. And so all of that can be done. You have co- total control from the grave. I know that sounds kind of eerie, but you have total control for the grave for, for the next 50 years if you want it to make sure everything you've har- earned and through your hard work is not wasted. So that's the next do is to think outside the box. And the last one is don't forget to keep it updated. And that's one thing we do by meeting with our clients every year is we make sure things are kept updated because maybe there's been a new grandchild. Maybe there's been uh, an adoption uh, by, by, by one of your children. And so are grandchildren adopted uh, included or not included? Maybe there's been a divorce in, in somewhere down the line. Maybe there, you know, so many things, a death or something, or maybe a change in a state law, or a change in tax law that we need to revisit and not rewrite all the documents, just add an amendment or a codicil to make sure those changes are incorporated so that that document is a living, breathing document that can take you through the rest of your life. So again, make sure that uh, you keep it updated. And most people that write a will, you know, they don't look at it for 20 years. And and there's a lot of things changes over 20 years. So we kind of become their uh, accountability partner. uh, And that's part of our review meetings. Oh, that's great. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add for the listeners before we go today, Mark? Well, I did mention it earlier. We have 10 slots. That's the most I think we've ever had. 10 slots for one-on-one meetings with me personally. You'll be able to come in and discuss your estate issues, your estate plan. You can bring it in with you. And then anything else that would affect your retirement, you can certainly discuss, ask questions. This is not to try to get you as a client. We don't take on a whole lot of clients. Uh, we take on a select number every month. But this is to, to help you out. And, and if we can be a help and spend an hour and a half of our time to help you out, that uh, that's part of my mission. So uh, call in, email in, go through our website, let us know that, hey, I want to meet with Mark. You'll also get a copy of my signed book, The Road Less Traveled, and it does include estate planning uh, chapters as well. So how to contact us, 770-980-9262. 
or visit the website masterplanretire.com and hit the contact button. I will mention our website is going through revisions, so right now it's a very simple site, uh, but uh, hopefully within about 30 days we're going to have a new, better uh, site going on, but it still works. And so go through that to contact us if you'd like, masterplanretire.com or 770-980-9262. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Retirement Roadmap Radio with our host, Mark Fricks. And I've enjoyed it as always. I hope you've gotten something from today's show, and we'll see you next, uh, next week, same time, same channel. And remember, in the meantime, plan well and prosper. Thank you for listening to Retirement Roadmap Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-5262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Master Plan Retirement Consultants, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.